0: Welcome to another edition of Conversations with Creative Women. I'm Sandy Klein. A violinist, singer, composer, Ylian Kanazaris makes beautiful music here, there, and everywhere by blending jazz, classical, and her Afro-Cuban roots. Born in Havana, Gillian was just 14 when she was offered a scholarship to study in Caracas, Venezuela. Then in 2000, it was off to Europe to study at a conservatory in Switzerland. That eventually led to collaborations with major orchestras and ensembles, during which time she joined forces with musicians from Germany, Venezuela, Switzerland, and Cuba. And together, they won the Montreux Jazz Festival competition in 2008. A pair of albums Ochamare, which means rainbow, released in 2013, and Innovacion in 2015, received glowing reviews and only reinforced Yilian's reputation as an innovative artist who transcends musical boundaries. Yilian joined forces with Cuban pianist Omar Sosa, and they, along with Venezuelan percussionist Gustavo Avales created Aguas Trio, which features an engaging mix of their Afro-Cuban roots, western classical music, and jazz. Their songs range from the poignant to the exuberant. Yilian, a Swiss citizen, lives in Lausanne, where she teaches violin and jazz improvisation at the École de Jazz et de Musique Actuelle. I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> Let's meet and get to know yet another creative, versatile artist. Gillian, welcome and thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation.
0: So as I listened to myself do your introduction, these words came to me eclectic, versatile, different, exciting. That makes sense to you. Yes,
1: totally, yes. I have a very particular journey uh, coming from Cuba, but leaving the country uh, in a very early age to um, study my my violin, to become a better musician. And that made me um, live and take uh, different influences for a lot of different cultures coming from South America, coming from Europe, coming from a lot of countries. And yes, this is an essential part right now of who I am as a woman and who I am as an artist.
0: Clearly, you have a talent. Now, did your parents say, here, here's a violin? Where did the, the musicality come from?
1: Well, it it was not exactly like that. I was supposed to to be a, a sportive. My my family, my parents, uh, and my grandfather they were very involved in in sport. So they they were hoping that I I will become maybe a volleyball player or <laughs> gymnastic or something like that. My grandfather worked on professional sport, and he's quite well known on the professional he was he, he passed away yeah. quite uh, quite well known on the professional sports environment in Cuba so uh, what did he play he he was the one who founded the schools uh, for yes Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. yes, the school for, for the, the Cuban all the Cuban formation for the for the sportive so he was really involved on in the formation of the teachers and the trainers of all the Cuban athletes so in my In my home, there was a lot of sporting coming and, and, you know, just hanging there. But my grandfather also used to, to play guitar and to sing very beautiful. So... I was more... Uh, Attracted to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my my mother used to took me to a, a lot of concerts, and she told me that I was all the time saying, I want to be on stage, I want to be on stage, I want to be on stage. From a young age, huh? Yeah. It spoke to you. Exactly. So... Where did s- you grow up? In Havana. In Havana. So uh, at one point, she was really like desperate. She said... Oh. <laughs>
0: What? <laughs> what am I going to do with this? What, yes. with
1: this child? And she took me to a, a lady. Her name was Maria Alvarez Rios, who was amazing. Uh, she was doing amazing work with children taking uh, these children to the first step into music. Uh, exposing them, in other words. Exposing, mm-hmm. yes. She created a group, where um, the name was Los Meñiques, Is the little, the, uh, little finger. With Pinky a, finger. Yes, exactly. Okay. And this group used to perform every Saturday in Havana. So she took me to this lady and she just uh, tell her, um, my daughter, she really tell me every time that she wants to be on stage, I just need to know if, if she got any talent. And uh, this lady made me th- made me sing, made me uh, say some poems. And after that, she told to my mother, "Your daughter is right." <laughs> wow! Wow! And you were how old when this was going on? Four years old. You were four years old? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I start performing every Saturday with this uh, this uh, children band, and this is how I start my first step into music. And then later on. I start saying, okay, I want to play piano. So she took me to the music school. And when I arrived to the music school, there was a presentation of every instrument. And I have a crush on violin. I just spoke to you. Huh? Oh, my goodness. It was like, you know, completely felt in love with this sound. Uh-huh. It it. It took my heart. Okay, And so I said to my mother, I want to play violin. And my mother, (laughs) the poor, she was, you don't know what you want. You will say piano, 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 and now it's violin. So we will try because, you know, in Cuba, you need to make exams to go into the musical school and you don't know if you will be accepted or not. So she told me, okay, we will do exams for both instruments and let's see what happens. So, I got accepted for both instruments, piano and violin, and I studied both uh, for more than eight years. But for me, I was already... I knew that I love piano, but I knew
0: that my thing was really the violin. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Why were you offered a scholarship to study in Caracas?
1: Why there? Yes, I, I was in fact, playing as violin solo of the school orchestra, the conservatory orchestra. And I was 14 years old when uh, we got um, a visit from El Sistema. El Sistema is this system they have in Caracas for the or Joe uh, Joe's orchestra, yes, is very well known, and they they just came to Cuba to to exchange with the Cuban musicians, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and well, they they listen the way I play, and they they say we would like to have you in in this in this program, uh, so they offer me a scholarship, but that. At that time, I was 14. Yeah, duh. Yes. You went anyway, though? Yeah, well, my mother said not at 14 because I, I had four more years to end my my school uh my school program. So I said to my mother, uh, I can finish my program in two years. Would you allow me to, to leave uh, at, 16? at 16? And she told me, well, if you can do your diploma in two years, you can go. And that's uh, what I did. I did my diploma in, in my. You're in two one years.
0: determined uh, <laughs> female, aren't you, woman? I am. Um, <laughs> and so you went alone. Yes. To Caracas. Yes. What year was that? I uh, It was. Uh, Just from Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. Yes. Okay. So. You spent four years in Caracas? No, two years and a half. Two and a half years. Yes. And did you live with a family or it was a boarding school? Or? Uh, I was alone on my own. Uh, oh, get out.
1: Yes. Uh, I, I was studying during the, the day and then I was playing in orchestra and having teaching also to 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 live because I I just got the scholarship for for the studies but all all the life all the you know how to live the everyday yeah. life I need to take care of myself
0: oh my god that's just amazing and so after those two years you came you went back home no in fact I was um,
1: doing this program in Caracas and a teacher from Europe. Came to to give some master classes uh-huh. oh, in mm-hmm. in Caracas, and well, when when he heard my my playing, he said you should go to Europe. Is the right time for you if you want to become really the best violin violinist you 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 can. You should go to Europe. So I start thinking about that, and he told me, okay, you should come and apply for for a conservatory in Europe, and. If you get accepted, I could help you also with the scholarship because, of course, for me it was, you know...
0: Well, you're talking about a large (laughs) sum of money. I mean, you're going halfway across the world, and it's just crazy in terms of where you you were coming from in Cuba. Where a lot is offered to you there. I mean, there's a lot of problems in Cuba, but then, you know, education's free, it's correct? True. It's true. Now, when you were studying in Caracas, was it just basically classical music?
1: Yes. All my studies, I've I, be, I been focused on classical music, even in Cuba. But I have the chance that growing up in Cuba and also in, in Caracas, the... the um, cultural and musical tradition of the country is so strong that even if you don't want to get into that, you 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 have no choice. Huh. So it was it was in fact this that um without knowing, I start to improvising and making popular music and trying few things outside the classical universe. Uh So I was exposed to that, and this was a
0: great chance for me. You go alone to Switzerland, and you're 16 years old? I'm 18. 18. Okay, that's a little more reasonable for you (laughs) as a parent, um, I say that. And you go to Switzerland, and that was really a very seminal moment for you, wasn't it? Because you were exposed to so much more being there musically. And socially, yes.
1: And I I need to learn a new language. Yes. I, yes. Did
0: you speak English?
1: Uh, I I speak English, but the I spoke English, but the the, the official language is French. French, right? Yeah. And, you, and you didn't speak French. I did didn't speak French. Uh, and also for the um, the culture, the weather, oh the yeah, food, that's a shock. Yeah. The the, the social warmth. Uh, coming from Cuba is so different. Yeah. So it, it was really a, a big jump. <laughs> what a learning
0: experience! Yes, but you have such resilience. I know I'm just sitting here throwing all these, you know, adjectives at you, you know, praising you. But I, I, I'm, I'm bowled over by the fact that you've just got you. You knew what you needed to do. Yes.
1: Now, really, if I look back to to my my life, sometimes I say I was totally crazy. And also my mother, I I, I thank her so much to uh, trust in my talent, to trust in my capacity to go ahead in life. Right. Because she never told me, you cannot do it. She
0: Mm. always told me, you want this? Okay, you can do it. See, that's so important, that kind of support. And and love and encouragement, yes. and that just can transcend so much stuff. You know what a what a foundation that gave you. Totally, my my great
1: greatest masters in this life are my grandmother and my mother, because they show me the way. They show me that for them never they they say you cannot do this because you are a woman, right. or you you. Oh, it was the opposite. You can, the world is yours, yeah. you know? The world is your oyster. Yes. <laughs> How long
0: did you spend in Switzerland?
1: Well, a, a lot of years. I, 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 did you go
0: back and forth? Did you go home?
1: Yeah, just just for, for spending like little holidays with right. my family. Uh, but I, I've been based there since I since I arrived. So it's already a lot of years. Um, first, I finished my studies in the conservatory. And then I can get into the professional life as a musician with a lot of changes. Because when I put the first step in Switzerland, I in my mind, I was going there to become a classical musician, right. classical violinist. Right. And life turned in such a way that after getting my uh, diploma in in classical conservatory, I realized that it wasn't that what I wanted to do as a musician, as as an artist. I need myself. I need to express myself. I was uh, thirsty uh, about uh, all this. I have so much to say, so much to share with it was the world. bigger than you. Yes.
0: Yeah. Totally yes. When did you realize that you wanted to marry your musicianship with your vocalism?
1: Mm. It's a very good question. It took me. It took me a lot, a lot of time to 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 come to this point. First, because. Um, I had to spend a lot of time um, getting better as a violinist. So my vocal skill was like just like, okay, hobby, you know. Off to the side. Yes. Mm -hmm. And at some point, I realized that I need this inner voice. Uh, I needed to, yeah. Express yourself that way. Yes, exactly. I don't mean to put words in your mouth. No, it's it's exactly that. Uh, but at the same time, I, I didn't want to cut myself from from my violin side, so I say, well, the only the only way is to put these two together. But being, you know, the position of the violin is not the easier position to sing and play at, at the, the same time. <laughs> right. So I, I was working really hard in that into how how can I adapt this position to just be able to sing and, and play at the same time. But little by little, I, I, I start seeing that it was possible. Uh, I was getting better at that, and I was really happy because my goal when I go on stage is, is to show people uh, the person I am. Um, not the violinist, not the singer, but the musician and the women behind the musician.
0: Right, right. So, as I said in the introduction, that you joined forces with musicians from a slew of different countries and then you entered the Montreux Jazz Festival in 2008? Yes. And you won?
1: Well, it was kind of crazy because I was just trying to find my way into, you know, other way of doing music, uh, other way of expressing myself and usually this competition is for piano and and, and voice and this year they just opened like an experiment for 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 other uh, bands for 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 a group so I, I say to my to my musicians Let, let's let's see what happens and I go there and I met Mr Claude Knobs the founder of the Montreal Festival
0: oh that's no small potato he,
1: yes he was so such a sensitive person, and and I remember that when he heard me playing, he he came to me and he told me, you know, this is your thing. Forget about the classic, <laughs> and he the o- jazz. yes the jazz the improvisation the freedom. He 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 told me you are a free spirit, mm. and he offered me after after this this um, this concert he offered me. Uh, the whole tickets for the whole festival. So I could enjoy all all the greatest artists in the moment, Chick Corea, um, Mm. Paco De Lucia, Bobby McFerrin, all the greatest, Pat Metheny, that were playing there in the festival for free because he wanted me to get exposed to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this changed my life because I, it was like someone who really knew about about this world uh, so something in me and just give the little push I need to to, to go ahead in right. this yeah so it was a beautiful moment I'm guessing that he probably never met anybody like you I don't know he he had met so many great artists
0: that with the violin and then yeah the jazz. And the voice. Yeah, 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 yeah come on I mean there's yeah. not a lot of people and particularly women who have that combination
1: yes it's true it is true and he saw that that um, I I think at that moment I wasn't for at all the the, the artist I am today. But he could see the way I Into was the future. Yes, he could see my path. Yeah. And he just wow, I I'm very thankful
0: for this moment. Two thousand eight is quite a few years ago. Yes. So continue to take us on your journey. Did you opt to make? Europe, your base of operations. You knew that this is where you were going to stay, hone your craft, perform there, as opposed to quote coming home.
1: Well, from this point, I just started to find my own voice, literally and figuratively, um, right? Yes, uh-huh. exactly. And working a lot to 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 find the, the way to to pass my message uh, in in the best way possible. But you know, it, it, it wasn't easy because coming from Cuba and playing the violin in people's minds, it was like are you are you Cuban but you are not pianist or percussionist and you play violin yeah, right. and this is too weird. Yes, and you sing at the same time, it's like what what is going on here? <laughs> so I, I need really to fight a lot to get the, the first opportunity just to people to be able to listen to what I'm doing. Just listen. Please. Give you a chance. Yes. And but you know, I, I'm I'm so stubborn. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> that I, I, I really believe in, in 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 my music and and, and I keep I keep uh, going and, and trying to find opportunities and little by little until I get to my first record deal. Uh, uh, with with a French with a French uh, company Naïve, uh-huh. who um, who love my work, they encouraged for for making my my first album Ochumare. It was in uh, two thousand thirteen. And did you write all that music? Yes, I I I was composing a lot, so I I have the material ready. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is it's an album, you know. It's it's like I have a lot of. Uh, Tenderness mm. about this music because uh I feel that is is not mature enough, but it's full of of hope. And love. Yes, mm-hmm. and love. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm I have a lot of love for this, this album.
0: Well, it's very contagious. I watched a little clip of you performing. You are you are so into what you're doing. Thank you. They're solo albums. This is before you hooked up with Omar Sosa and Gustavo Ovaez?
1: Yeah, it was it was my music with, with my musicians. And playing the second album was uh, in fact how I met Omar, because I was opening for him in a festival ah. in Europe, in France, and I was playing Invocation, my second album. And it happens that he listened. He listened to the show. And he felt in love with, with my, my, my way of doing music, mm. my, my way of blending the violin, the voice, the Cuban stuff with jazz improvisation. And, and at the end of the concert, he, he told me, I would love to do something with you. And I was like, really?
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> yes, and this is, this is how we, we start our collaboration.
0: I'm curious, to just go back for a second, how was your... Afro-Cuban, A, background, and B, music received in Europe? Well, I have the chance
1: that um, for the Afro-Cuban background, I I had some masters that opened the the road for me. I'm thinking about Chucho Valdez, of course. I'm thinking about Omar Sosa. It's true that maybe I'm the first woman Mm. uh, taking this flag, Gotcha. And showing also that um, we can not only sing but we can play and we can compose and we can dance and we can be a leader of a project. And yeah, I I've received a lot of respect and love uh, for 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 my work and my traditions and you know sometimes you you, you heard only the bad things about where I come from or about, you know, third war or whatever right. you want. And I'm, I'm very concerned about um, representing the best of my culture and the best of women. So you were an ambassador.
0: Yes. I. I... It's almost like you just had to prove yourself mm-hmm. on so many different levels, not only professionally but, but personally. Totally, yes. And— and speaking of the personal, it was all very natural for you to be there. You found your comfort zone. You found your niche, even though you went solo, no pun intended. Wow. No, it, it, it's a long
1: process, you know. You know, it's, um, when, when, you, when you have such a radical change mm. in your life, you need to dig deep into yourself and find who you really are. Um, if you want your soul to to remain alive and your spirit to remain uh, beautiful and free. So I really had to work a lot into myself and be honest, trying to find, find what I really wanted for myself and not what others expect from me. And this is a long process work that
0: I'm... Is it still going on, you know, mm, evolving still. Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: But it's a beautiful process.
0: Because I'm struck by this and wonder for somebody like you who can be a mentor for other young women, what's to stop you? Exactly. You know,
1: so many times I have received messages uh, from little girls or from mothers from little girls saying that, they feel inspired they they want to play violin or they want to sing or they want to lift the hair like me or whatever just because mm-hmm. they, they feel that that uh, feminine powerful energy that for me the, the the energy the feminine energy is the life itself and you cannot make resistance to right, life. Right. So when you connect with this power from an early age, when you teach to our girls that they are powerful, uh, this is the world we change when, when we have Oh, really, you're
0: so right. You're yeah. so right. So, Yilian, you're always on the road. It is true. <laughs> and how do you feel about that?
1: I love... I love being a musician. It's true that it's, it's demanding. Uh, That's in, an understatement. Yeah, in a physical and also psychological way because sometimes you just need to rest, but uh, you need to go on stage and give the very best you have for the people that came to listen to you, you know? You need to deliver the message sure. every single night. Uh-huh. But it's a beautiful opportunity because I believe that arts can really touch people's heart and change our perspective and our way of seeing things in a way that n- no other uh, aspect, in no politics, not nothing, can change the, your heart like the arts can do it. For sure. So I feel like I, I have a mission and I need to be like the messenger. You know, there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yes. You can't not yeah. perform. Is most of your touring done? With your trio, is it the three of you, or is it a lot of it solo?
1: Yeah, it is, it's with the trio. This U.S. tour is, is with the trio. We are touring in, in, in a lot of places in U.S. And then I'm going back to Europe to join my my other project with my, my new band, a band that come, uh, is with musicians from Africa, Haiti, New Orleans, Cuba, a very beautiful Creole connection and we will be doing a European tour this spring. So I'm jumping from, you know, this project with Omar Sosa, which is beautiful, to the other project, and also some collaboration with Chucho Valdez. So it's a quite busy and exciting part in my life right now.
0: Does it surprise you that Europe is not so much your base, but for all these other artists? This is one of the wonders
1: of, of music that we have no boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's so amazing to just put together people you love, people you respect, people who share the same vision you have and be able to uh, travel the world to, to give, spread love and music. This is wonderful.
0: Have you been able to, and I use the term literally and figuratively, marry your personal life with your professional life? How does that work? This for you? is a
1: challenge. This <laughs> is a challenge. You know, being a woman. Wow, this is a challenge. Yes, because you know, still today, uh, some people expect for women to stay in a you know second. Don't don't be too loud. <laughs> don't shine too much. Right. Right. And this is just not my nature. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's difficult, but it's not impossible. We need to find balance. We need to be with the right person that understand uh, that and is supportive. Yes. Are you married? Uh, not anymore. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was married. Uh, right now, I'm I'm separated. Mm-hmm. But um, no regrets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is part of my growing process as sure. a woman too. And through this process, I I became more compassionate, more human. Mm -hmm. I can understand better the human nature. I can speak better to to the heart of other people. It has been a difficult process for me. Uh, Like the water, I try to to be fluid and go with the flow. (laughs) 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 Because when when my experience is that when you make resistance, you suffer a lot. And I'm not for the suffering. I'm, I'm, I think we humans, we are here for, for being love, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: And sharing that love. Yes. Your family, how do they feel about you making Europe your, your base of operations, even though it's been a long time?
1: My family is my biggest support. As I told you, my mother and my grandmother, they are there for me. Every single day, even if they are not with me, they are... Physically,
0: uh uh-huh. Yes. The encouragement and the support is just so critical, you know, to have that that love growing up. You can't help but give it to somebody else and to share it with other people. I also wanted to ask you, why did you become a Swiss citizen? I became a Swiss
1: citizen because of two facts. First, because of love. I, I was married to a Swiss um, boy, Okay, uh, and this was the main and very good reason for me. Makes sense. Yeah, and the second one is because, um, also for practical reasons, when you come from Cuba, it's such a difficult thing, you know. It's like you show your passport, and it's like you are coming from Mars. <laughs> I got it. And being a musician, this this was a, a, a huge handicap because I, I needed to be free to, to travel from, you know. Uh, right, so, yeah. yes, exactly. First, for love, and second, for practical reasons.
0: And it just made sense. Yes. So, as we wrap up, I'd like to know, what would you like to do that you haven't done? First, professionally. Wow.
1: You know, my dream is to be able to touch as much people. as I I would like to deliver this message to the heart of a lot, a lot, a lot, a broad audience. And I, I feel that I have a long work and a long way still to go to that, to spread my music and my message to as many people as I can. So I hope that life will... Uh, allow me to keep building little by little this community that is a community around music, of course, but also uh, around tolerance, about love, about accepting our difference with respect. I'm here for that.
0: <laughs> Have you gone back to Cuba, for example, to conduct master classes? Not yet, but I'm on, on my way to... How you could empower those Yes. This, children.
1: yes. Teaching is, is a, a really um, important thing in my life. So I, I'm looking forward to share more and more with young generation all along the the, the planet and, and give
0: whatever I, I can give to them. Well, you've got a lot to give. <laughs> I mean, that's clear. And I just think you probably have so much music in you to share you can't not do this it's for you it's like breathing it's true it is i feel really blessed to have gotten to know you and to hear your story you really are a hell of a broad <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to end our conversation with some of your incredible talent thank you so much thank you for having me here totally my pleasure And now sit back and enjoy Lillian Canizares.